Pods, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal comes to you on a Tuesday morning. Yeah, Mikey Meatballs fiddling with the knobs. We have babyface Joel Solomon producing this disaster. And joining me, as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, a degenerate trifecta, Harry, brother Brian, Darren, the parlay kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? What's shaking, Sal? What's going on, buddy? Oh, man, you know, I'm trying to keep track of the tennis here because it's the only thing on mm. during the day here on the West Coast, probably by you guys, too. Uh, and um, they have not cleared the court. They're still celebrating Serena's opening round win. I mean, this is now 14 <laughs> hours running that they're um, uh, they're really commemorating this uh, event, a first round win. Good <laughs> Lord. Well, maybe I'm bitter. Oh, look, I'm rooting for her, but I lost money on there. Um, she looked good, brother Bry. I know you're you're into the women's tennis, and yeah. uh, we I don't know. Do we take hundred to one odd real long shots, or do we just back Serena the rest mm, of the way? That's interesting. What did she drop to, by the way? Anyway, right now, do you oh, know? We what said she... it would drop to fifteen, right? But yeah. uh, I think it's I think it's a little it's higher. The parlay kid hazard. You're feeling good about it, parlay kid. She she moved. She was able to move yesterday. That's for sure. Hey, guys, I'm pretty sure I predicted that, that, uh, you know, yeah. she'd been working hard. Um, you know, Harry's mentioning how uh, she had gotten uh, trounced in her last outing, but it meant nothing. She's trying to finish strong here. Look, she's still a very big, long shot. I mean, I lost my guys picking the first night. Had I known that Taylor Fritz <laughs> was playing Tracy Austin's son, oh, uh, because I away? do actually remember the, you know, more tennis players from you know, growing up than I do now, uh, I never would have mm-hmm. taken uh, Fritz. What a bum. I mean, uh, yeah, the one I think American the rest of chance. our guys are still around. Come right? on, we, pal. Uh, I don't want to talk too much sense. Frit, Fritz's yeah. girlfriend is smoking hot. She's going to be leaving him soon. By well, the way, guys, Serena, <laughs> oh, Serena, is, Serena is facing. I, I just just don't want to ruin too too much for you, Parlay Kid, but Serena in the next round on Wednesday does face the number two seed. On that yeah, co- well, kind of who had, it, so who, who hasn't she's been a, playing she's, well either? I don't think she's an underdog, but wow, it didn't go down much at all. She's forty-five to one to win the whole thing. Jump on, guys! That's something else. Look, yeah, well, that's it. Might as well root for it. But man, I I just don't like it. I'm just I <laughs> this I I the, like I said that Taylor Fritz thing. I'm actually paying attention to tennis last night. Mm. I think, uh, you know, he wins the first. What was he? Uh, uh, minus minus thirty uh, five hundred after at the, that point. Geez. Geez. You might as well just take these other guys once they lose. A, I uh, told the Brian then, right? many a long time ago to try to figure out how to bet live tennis. There's yes. got to be money in it for us, but he just won't do it. He's got. I don't know. <laughs> I, just, you're right so though. Focused this on gotta, the WNBA. There's yeah. got to be a way to bet that, right? So like what. <laughs> Uh, you know, I'll, I'll say this with the Serena match and I get, you know, she, she ended up getting momentum and everything and played well and deserved to win and all that. But I was like doing something else while I was half watching the first set. I swear to God that were they double faulting left and right? Like I, oh, I think the, like the I kept, fir- I'm hearing bolt, bolt, bolt. Like I think like five out of the first 16 shots were in she, play. Serves, well, right. Yeah, it's possible. She, I mean, Serena double faulted the Both first of them. Uh, yeah. the first two um mm. yeah mm. it was that was a it was an interesting night because it either felt like it felt like she either won the, the whole thing or lost the mm-hmm. first match right mm. the way how long that was after it, i was like right uh, i, I know like, ridiculous was, yeah, all right let's move on parlay kid you said you were watching the taylor fritz it, it, it distracted you from your yankees they lost Judge hits another meaningless home run. This one's number 50. <laughs> no, that's what he does. Those guys full of meaningless. It's like, oh, 
oh, we're down 4-2. I can make it 4-3, and that'll be that. Yeah, let me do that. Meanwhile, the real MVP, Otani, two-run blast in a in a winning uh, effort there. Angels take it 4-3. Um, that's how you do it, Parley Kid. But uh, no, honestly, 50 before September is uh, pretty miraculous, I'd say. Well, if it wasn't for Judge, what would this team have? Um, they There's way too many nights that they just yeah. don't hit the ball. I mean, uh, you know... Um, the last game they won was uh, an early judge three-run homer uh, against the A's going back to what, like Thursday night? I don't even know when that was. Is that now. what it is? They haven't um, won since Thursday? Wow. They lost the last right. – well, no, I'm sorry. It was Friday, Friday night. Friday night. Oh, they yeah, won Friday. It, yeah, yeah. Then they lost All right. the well, two – Well, they're favored uh, tonight. You know. Oh, yeah. yeah. Whatever. They're favored. You know, there's a good chance they put up two runs again. That's just the way it is. They can't hit. Losing a lot of one-run think- games too, Darren. Well, I, I think if they get swept, Otani has to win MVP. I don't know. The odds <laughs> don't reflect that, but I'm kind of that's kind of what I'm thinking right now. We're going to go over our uh, pick of the day in baseball. We have NFL props. Now, yesterday, if you listen, we went over all the quarterbacks. We gave out over-under yardage. Who's going to have the most uh, passing yards, passing touchdowns, interceptions? Today, we're doing running backs, just rushing yards, and rushing touchdowns, some miscellaneous. They don't have fumbles. They should have fumbles somewhere, right? They have interceptions. Why not have fumbles yep. uh, in there? But uh, the big news coming out uh, yes, late yesterday afternoon, Jimmy G staying with the 49ers. He agrees to a restructured one-year deal, a no-trade clause. Um, I think this is a good move for the 49ers. I, I you know... I ended up, but it also means they don't trust Trey Lance, Harry. I mean, uh, let's, let's face it. That's what they're talking about here. I don't know how much Jimmy G plays, but they're not quite. Whatever they're seeing with Trey Lance is not exceptional and not up to par, I don't think. Yeah, I don't know why this is a big deal right now. This should have been decided. I, I was saying this uh, months ago. You got to keep Jimmy mm-hmm. G for reinsur- reassurance just in case, because what do we really know about Trey Lan- uh, Lance? What do we really know about what he's going to do on the field in his first mm-hmm. real season of getting, oh, he played a well, little bit last year, but this is his first year as a real starter. What did we really know about this guy and how is he going to be able to, what's going to happen when he throws has that one game, two picks, they lose a game. They should have, and now they're going to call for his head already and have Jimmy G come in. I don't know, but at least he's there for backup mm-hmm. because Sam Fran still was a top 10 offense last year and a top 10 defense, still a very good team. I just got to have Jimmy G for reassurance. Or insurance. You could say insurance, <laughs> reassurance. I mean, reassurance comes with it, but. Uh, Paul, kid, what are you going to say? Yeah, I, I look, I, yeah. I, I go back and forth with Jimmy G, just like I go back and forth with Shanahan, whether they're good. Jimmy G was a play, you know, 10 minutes, 10 minutes away from winning the Super Bowl. And he was two plays away from making another Super Bowl last year. But um, but he can't shut any of these games down is the thing. But uh, as a backup, pretty damn good, I think. Yeah, well, yeah, he's the best backup. But yeah, is that one? Is that fair to? Garoppolo, is it fair to him? No. Two, mm-hmm. you know, if you need him as an insurance policy, then why is Lance even starting? Like you obviously don't. Be- then you're saying you don't really believe in the kid, or you're worried that the kid is going to falter. And then, well, mm-hmm. we got Jimmy G. Then Jimmy G should just be the starter. It does. I they think they gave it. up so much. They, they gave well, up so much for Lance. They definitely well, blew that's it. The so problem. that, but. Yeah. That was an overreach right. then. Then they, if they're not willing to trade Jimmy G or weren't willing to trade him by now, then mm. the the Lance pick was obviously an overreach in, in my oh, book. Yeah. And oh, they did. And, they and, definitely and now need Lance this, this to work out. That's remorse what they're rooting for. With, with it. Yeah, and it's not fair to mm-hmm. Lance either. 
to have Jimmy G looking over his shoulder the whole time. It's just not a good situation for both guys. They screwed both mm-hmm. guys here. It's a great situation for the team, believe it or not. Right. For the team, it's great. But for those two individuals, it's it, it really isn't fair. Well, was it going to be worth it for them to cut him is, is the problem. But the, the well, money wasn't going to be worth it. So no, you might no as doubt. well have There's the best, no doubt. best right. backup in the league. Now, well, he might be the best backup in the league. But And we asked this on Extra Points a couple of weeks ago. But which backup do you think wins the most games this year? Which one won the most last year? Was it... Uh, hmm. It's a good question. The Ravens got uh, who, who would it have been? Let's look at that for a second for you guys. Uh, Humley, they yeah, lost a been. lot. They lost a lot of close games. I don't know if you really won any. Yeah, oh. they did. I'm trying to see. I guess Saints. Well, Heineke technically, um, right? Last year because Fitzpatrick was out yeah. right away. Right, right. How many is that? Yeah. Uh all right. We'll get we'll get an answer on that. All right, brother Bry, go for it. Is you like Heineke again to have the most uh wins? Yeah, I'm going to pick Heineke here. I mean, this is an interesting question. Hmm. What I would like to really see is I would love to see odds on first quarterback benched for like the next start, right? Not like not an in-game benching, but I would love to see that similar to how they have the first coach fired because there are a lot, I feel like there are a lot of quarterbacks who should kind of be on the hot seat kind of early, but obviously injuries change everything, right? A main guy could go down and you could lose here, but I'm going to say Heineke, you know, because again, we've we've seen what he could do and, you know, last year or in the playoff game the year before that, he's definitely, I think, a top five backup at the moment. And he might, in all honesty, he might not. I know Wentz is not. You look at Wentz's numbers and actually they're pretty solid when you look at them. Yeah. But I don't know if Heineke's much of a downgrade in terms of, you know, Wentz makes so many boneheaded plays. So and he's mm-hmm. had his fair share of injuries, too. So he hasn't been able to fully. I mean, last year he was kind of healthy, but still hasn't really been fully healthy over three seasons. So um, I would look at Heineke there. Uh, as How uh, many does he get? What, I'm going to say the think? most, uh, we'll say four. Four. Okay. Yeah. I think that's what they get. That's what but, the most yeah. would get. Like you yeah. got the Mike Whites of the world. You have, um, yeah, any backup, backup quarterback. Like, how well, many yeah. wins could they get? Seattle, Geno Smith, that only a few, but they okay. ended up with seven wins somehow. But, yeah. uh, all right, Harry, uh, Parley Kid, go ahead. Who's the best backup? Oh, well, it depends now. Like, it de- okay. So we have to define backup because not um, starting week one. Right, so yeah. Zach Wilson might be a great pick for this, right? Interesting, right? Um, because yeah. uh, he could be back by week two, three, mm-hmm. uh, and um, win five games for the Jets. Really have a miserable year, but still that's win five true. games. That's, and he that's has the most. Che- it's cheating a little bit, but yeah, Zach <laughs> so, Wilson, that's, that's, why, that's why I'm not taking. That's why I'm not going to say him, Sal. That's why okay. I'm yeah. going to say Kenny Pickett uh, on the Steelers. Yeah. Um, you and I actually, and this is where my dilemma comes in in saying this, is because you and I actually think more highly of Mitch Trubisky than almost anybody yeah, else do. in the media world. I think you and I thought mm-hmm. he actually did a decent job in Chicago, got a bad rap, had no talent around I'm him. I'm a Trubiskaholic for sure. Uh, I'm and, a Trubisky and he actually truther, might, whatever you want to call it. Right. He yeah. might win some games here in Pittsburgh because he's got a pretty good receiving core uh, mm-hmm. with him here and a good running game. Uh, Mitch Trubisky right. might win. But if he doesn't, Let's just say they start one and two. Uh, you know, they lose to at Cincy. Uh, mm. They're home versus the Pats. And then at the Browns, if they're one and two after three games, game four, home versus the Jets, could be Pickett time. Uh, and Pickett could, right. himself could win about five or six games this year at a good preseason. Uh, I'm not really that high on the kid, but I think there's enough talent around him where he could win some games. Uh, and four yeah. or five wins here might be the most – uh, for a backup in the league. So I'll say Kenny Pickett he's, on the Steelers. 
He's it, by the way. Yeah, wow, Heineke did have seven last year, babyface. It said seven wins as a backup, and Dalton had three. Yeah, that sounds mm-hmm. about right. Yeah, you're a parlor kid. I mean, he's, the, I mean, this is cheating too, a little bit because he's the odds on favorite to win offensive rookie of the year. In order to do that, he would obviously have to win some games as a backup. It's where George Pickens is tied. We're going to go over awards next week, but Pickett and Pickens, both Steelers, both nine to one. For offensive mm. rookie of the year. Wow. That could be fun. Bet both yeah. of them and just rook. Uh, I mean, that, that was basically what happened with, uh, with Dak. Right. And, uh, Z- wasn't that, weren't they side by side for, uh, yeah, offensive Dak rookie of the year? That, yeah. yeah. Dak and Zeke. Yeah. That's what I thought. All right. So, uh, we got Heineke, we got Pickett. Um, Harry, what's your pick? How about Trevor Simeon of the bears? Um, Justin Fields. I, I swear like, I think Simeon's a better quarterback. I, I, Fields is either going to get injured, get benched. 58% of his passes last year he completed. Only 155 yards a game. Sal, you mentioned Andy Dalton, who, who filled in nicely when he went down last year. 190 yards per game. Simeon, a seven-year veteran, went to Northwestern. So the Chicago mm-hmm. fans might like him a little bit more than Fields if Fields really tanks. And Fields, and I, you know, <laughs> he also filled in Simeon very nicely in New Orleans last year wow. where he had two wins. He had 11 touchdowns in three picks. And just to pick out a certain game, one game where Fields was uh, had seven touchdowns and 10 picks for the entire year, Simeon beat Brady 36-27 where he had three touchdowns in that game. And uh-huh. Fields against Brady lost 38-3 to with three picks. So how many well, do you see him getting, Simeon? It depends. It depends the schedule. But I, I know see it that. all depends. I uh, these see, guys are all I backups. Can, I could see him depends. getting three. Let him okay. have it, Bri. Let him have it. Well, well he, had, he said he said seven initially. I think right when we, we I, I, this yeah. Up. Unless Harry just didn't know what you were asking at that point in time, but that's yeah, likely well, too. Yeah. <laughs> we, yeah. I mean, we have a problem for this, right? Anyway, because the Bears you had under right for season wins. They could land on four or five. You, and all right, you had, right. You had them for the worst record. But yeah, if that happens, Fields got to get benched. He's got to uh-huh. get benched when? Like week three or week four? And you and you yeah. said, okay. and you or said injured. That or some injured. Bears fans might want Simeon more than Fields. That I think is Fields definitely, ribs are that still- is definitely not happening. That has I to be. I think Fields, Fields Bry, I think Fields' ribs are still hurting. Well, yeah, but that that's fine. But yeah, from Bears laughing fans, at your take, yeah, Bears, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Bears fans would have to. I mean, Fields would have to have like the worst seventeen game season of all time for them to like. Yeah, Simeon this is the future okay. for well, them. Was he good last yeah. year? Did you guys say that he was going to be great? You guys didn't say he was going to be great. You said he'd be real good. Was he good I last he year? Gonna, no. He gonna, so, yeah. so Harry, you're saying he sucked. You're saying the reason why the Bears are going to be bad. Is because of Fields. He's fields, the reason. And, they, and the receivers are terrible. Well, then how is Simeon <laughs> going to win any games? He's going to bring on new so receivers, Darren. How, how it's he like Brady an offensive coach brings on his coordinators. Because, how did he, how he beat Brady last year? 36-27 when New Orleans had no offense last year. I mean, that, that can happen. And it wasn't. That's one game. Yeah, yeah, I mean. One game. I didn't see Fields do shit last year. <laughs> All right, this is dumb. <laughs> This is dumb. Uh, and, and by the way, I'm not. I'm, I'm taking similar logic in my pick here. Uh, I'm going Teddy two gloves over Tua here. I think he's a serviceable backup. He's not the best backup. Jimmy G is the best backup this year, but kind of the same thing. That game against New England, who knows what happens? I think they lose against Baltimore at Baltimore versus Buffalo. Then they're at Cincinnati. 
a loss at the Jets. And then all of a sudden you're looking at what the hell's going on with Tua. I think Bridgewater could come in and win four or five or six games somewhere in there. Also like Minshew getting there, uh, Parlay Kid. I think there's a lot going on with Minshew and maybe he uh he he's the man uh throwing. It's not so much Hurts, but we'll get to Hurts in a a second. Uh, nobody says Ritter. I was thinking Desmond Ritter might be. You know, everyone considers Mariota a savior for that Falcons team because he ran for a big first down or some shit two years ago. I don't know what the hell he did, but <laughs> why isn't Desmond Ritter? We got monster odds for him for uh, offensive rookie of the year. I had just had it and I pulled it up. Where is it? Offensive rookie of the year. You could get Desmond Ritter, and he's the second quarterback on the list. It's Kenny Pickett, then all the way down to Desmond Ritter at twenty-five to one for Offensive Rookie of the Year. So uh, that's something to consider. Um, so that uh, takes care of the backups. Let's go over most rushing yards. Like I said, we focused on the quarterbacks yesterday, hit the running backs today, wide receivers tomorrow. Most rushing yards, Jonathan Taylor just destroyed everybody. Now, you might put an asterisk next to it because Henry got hurt and he was on pace to um, being the leading rusher. But JT plus 450, Henry now healthy 7-1, to Dalvin Cook 10-1. to uh, Nick Chubb, 10 to 1, and Mixon, 16 to 1. Um, all right, Harry, start with the favorite, Taylor. Uh, yeah. you know, obviously, if he puts up numbers like last year, there's no one's getting in his way, probably. Yeah, last year and just years back, too. Uh, 1,800 yards last year, won by almost 600 over Chubb, Mixon, and Harris. Eight of his last 10 games last year, 100 plus yards. And if you date back after his rookie year at Wisconsin, this guy like almost 1,800 yards last year, 2019 with Wisconsin, 2,000, and 18, 2,200 yards rushing, and 17, 2,000, over five yards a carry, both seasons in the league here, and he's reliable and as durable as they come. Jonathan Taylor's a machine at plus 450. I'm taking him. Can't argue with it at all, except that it's not too much fun taking the favorite at plus 450 the way right. Which they get hurt. All right. So you're next up, brother Brian Henry, seven to one. Hard to argue with that, too. And especially the value you're getting when he's not number yeah, one uh, yeah, odds right? on the board. Yeah. Well, the, first off, I can't believe Henry's only 28 years old. It's weird to think of that. And when you look at his yeah. career, he really, I mean, I was actually surprised when I look back. I'm like, he's really only been overworked in two seasons, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he really had those two seasons. And, and it also seems like, you know, when you see him working out, he works harder than anyone in the offseason. You said before, you know, he led the league in rushing in 2020 and also 2019, and he probably would have won it last year without the injury. He was a close, you know, he was on pace for close to 2,000 right. yards at that point in time. And, you know, if the thing is, if you if you didn't get injured last year, right, you'd be looking at him right now at like plus 300 or plus 350, right? He'd right. be right. He'd probably be, you know, a tick higher than Taylor. Uh, but you're getting, you know, rightfully so, there's the injury risk at this point in time, but you are getting a nice little bump up in value at seven to one, I think, here for a motivated Henry to get uh, get back to where he was. What are his um? What I gotta look now for player pro, rushing props. What are his over on? What is his over under for yards here? Um, so uh, wait, it's thirteen hundred. Yeah, thirteen. Yep, thirteen. So again, Parley Kip, we talked about this. His over under individual games is not going to be. I'll do some quick math. Um, Eighty. Right. Right. <laughs> right. You'll never get a, But that's really what it should be. Shouldn't it? Like it's they did this last year with Derrick Henry. Like, yeah, it was always one hundred and six yards is over under. But they had him at fifteen hundred thirty nine, I think, was his over under, which was insane compared right. to his year before. It's like, holy crap. He had two thousand yards in twenty twenty. 
There's an extra game in 2021 and his over under sits at 1500 and change. And uh, he was about to crush it. And somehow they know he's going to get injured that year. It's so <laughs> weird with the, with the number, the individual game, to game, but good the over under uh, for, yeah, yeah. I don't even know what the point was, but uh, it, it is weird <laughs> that the numbers don't add up. All right, Parlay Kid, who are you? Tony Pollard, 75 to 1, right? That's who we're going with? <laughs> oh, well, uh, something would obviously have to happen to Zeke, even though, man, Pollard, he he is dynamic, though, but that's not happening. Yeah. So uh, Dalvin Cook here um, at uh, 10 to 1 uh, mm-hmm. to lead the league in rushing. I was 8. Uh, Averaged 89 yards per game uh, last year when he played. I uh, was good for fourth uh, per game, and he was fifth in rushing uh, overall with his yardage. Um, we, we've really always been waiting for this guy to really break out, right, and have like a monster year because mm-hmm. he always has um, some monster games, uh, kind of uh, obviously like most running backs, uh, has uh, to miss a game or two. I'm banking on him. Mm-hmm. This is maybe his year, uh, 27 years old, right in the prime of his running back uh, career right now. Uh, he's part of an offense that has a great pass game. You have to honor the passing game mm-hmm. of the Minnesota Vikings, um, even though uh, I'm not sure with, with Kirk Cousins, but Thielen, K.J. Osborne, and obviously Jefferson, who's just maybe the most outstanding mm-hmm. receiver in the league, you can't stack the box against this team. Cook really should have a big year. Uh, and if he's healthy, he's going to be right here in this mix. I like all, what everybody else is taking too. But uh, I'm rolling the dice on this being Cook's year. It's going to be a big year yeah, for Dalvin I, Cook. The only thing is that all you hear about is all those receivers and how they're going to benefit from Kevin O'Connell, right? Being in there, he, he yep. worked wonders with uh, with Cooper Cup and everything. So I, I wonder if that affects Cook's numbers. At all, but ten to one is not bad for as good a back as he is. I'm going to go mix in here. Uh, I know I took Burrow for most touchdown passes last year, and now mixing for most rushing yards. So that's two long shots. They're definitely both not hitting, and you probably need Taylor or Henry to get hurt to cash. But he was third in the league last year with 1205, only 50 something yards behind Chubb. And Chubb is ten to one. You get Mixon at sixteen to one. So, and then you know there were hundreds behind Taylor. So. Again, not fun to root for injuries, but probably that's what I'm going to be doing here with Taylor and Henry. Um, 12.05 is career high. You talked about Polly Kid, like the, the um, you know, this is the crux. This is it. 26 years old for Mixon, probably three more good years. Got to expect good totals. 12.05 was uh, his best ever, and I think that's going to go up. And uh, I hate to root for injuries, but for this to hit, that's what would have to happen. All right, most rushing touchdowns. Similar numbers out here. Um Taylor five to one, Henry seven to one again, Chubb ten to one again, Mixon twelve to one, a little lower in the touchdowns than he is the um, rushing yards. Cook twelve to one. Um, I'll start us off with Henry. I probably have it wrong. I probably should go, you know, Henry most rushing yards instead. I have Mixon, but seven to one for touchdowns for a guy who has fifty five touchdowns in four years. And 13 from inside the 20 each season, he led the league in rushing touchdown. Like this is, he's a monster in the red zone. He's a monster against eight or more box defenders. He has 42 rushing touchdowns against when they stack the box with eight or more. It's insane. I mean, you know, I don't have to convince anyone that he's great when he's on the field. Maybe he wears down in terms of yardage, but 
He's still the man by the goal line. I'm going Henry seven to one most rushing touchdowns. You probably should take them both for rushing yards and touchdowns. Harry, you're going opposite of me. So you're going mixing for touchdowns. Yeah. At a uh, 12 to one, he was fourth most uh, in the NFL last year with 13 uh, had his best season as a pro last year too. I think maybe uh, I got a little more faith in Joe Burrow establishing more drives more in, in inside the 10 than 37 year old Matt Ryan for, uh, for Taylor touchdowns uh, inside the 10. It's going to be mixing a lot. This team is loaded on offense. He had almost 300 carries last year and very reliable too. only three fumbles in his five year career. So give me mix and take a shot with this loaded Cincinnati offense at 12 to one to have the most rushing TDs. All right. Another 12 to one, Brian, you have uh cook here. Your brother, the parlay kid has him for rushing yards. You like him for touchdowns. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I, I really actually wanted to take Najee Harris here. I thought maybe he'd have a shot, but this Liz Frank injury that he has is causing me yeah. some concerns. Also, I drafted him in a fantasy league. Now I'm concerned with that. Um, <laughs> but I do think I do think Cook has a bounce back year in terms of touchdowns. Last year was low, uh, which I think was kind of a little bit more unlucky. But in 2019 and 2020, he had 29 touchdown rushing touchdowns in 28 games. And I do think this Minnesota offense should be very good. Let you know. Last year, they kind of in the red zone relied on the pass a little bit more. So, again, I think that's a little bit unlucky uh, for Cook. And, you know, the thing is, you look at their back of running backs. Madison's fine, but he's not the type of runner who's going to steal carries from Cook. He, you know, mm-hmm. if Cook gets hurt, he'll play. But in general, Madison will get a couple carries a game. Um, but I was wondering, do you guys like any long shots here? I was trying to figure out, like, rushing touchdowns is probably... You probably, sh- you probably have they a better win, shot. They don't win, though, right? Yeah. right. Think you do, they, you do rushing have a better touchdowns shot? Rushing touchdowns, then rushing yards, right? In terms of... Oh, then yards. I thought you meant versus right? Yeah, I think touchdown, yeah, right? Okay. Touchdowns, like, you could have a random weird year where somebody has 14, I guess, or something like that. I was, but I, yeah, like, I was like, a dumb one would be Lamar Jackson, but, uh, yeah, I, what do you need to win this? You need at least 15, right? That's a problem, yeah. or 13 or 14. Yeah, I, I was trying know. to look at that. I was like, some long shots. I guess you could say maybe Acres has a huge Cam year. Cam Acres, like I was that. just I'm looking like 40 at forty to one. To one. Or something. Um, it's not going to yeah. be Dylan. Yeah, yeah. Some, what about your boy, Brian? What about Justin Fields, Brian? There you go. <laughs> for for rushing touchdowns. Well, that's yeah. the only way he's going to get touchdowns. Fifteen's <laughs> a lot, though. If what's that's uh, the number Dobbins, you have to hit. What's Dobbins sitting at, guys? I think he was, I was what, looking 20, at him too. Twenty five. Twenty five. Yeah, yeah twenty five. I mean, he's healthy. Yeah, definitely. The only the only problem with that is Lamar Jackson's probably going to get five of those He'll get rushing about touchdowns. Well, he only had two last year. Is that Lamar? What, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. So yeah, well, and, 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 he was out a lot. But he was out a lot. You know, with Lamar's, you know, is he going to want to run a lot this year? I don't know. I think mm-hmm. he's got to get his money. McCaffrey's interesting. Oh, that's rushing touchdowns, though. Total touchdowns, I would consider that 16 to 1. But yeah, uh, I am going to go with. Um, oh, did I give my pick already? Oh, probably, kid, you have to go here. Yeah. I'm still yeah, going with Henry, by the way. I'm somebody. taking Damian Harris here of the New England <laughs> Patriots, Sal. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he had 15 touchdowns last year. 15! Patriots right. like to run the ball uh, inside the five, kind of come right at you. They don't mess around. They don't have that type of dynamic receiver that you could throw it up to in the back of the end zone like a lot of teams have. They don't have the tight ends they used to be able to do that with. So they like to pound the ball on the goal line. And here's the thing with, with Harris. He had, out of these 15, he had 14 of these touchdowns in, the, in his last 11 games. 
He only had mm-hmm. one game without a touchdown in his last 11 games. Very conceivable that Harris here uh, goes above this 15, maybe trending 25 to 16 to, one. to 17. That's good numbers. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, it's an incredible number for, for a guy that's going to be on a team that, you know, they kind of like to run the ball. I know uh, they, they, they kind of have a good mix, but when they get inside uh, the five, mm-hmm. they like to pound it. That's what they do. They always have a stout offensive line. Like I said, 14 right. touchdowns in his last 11 games last year. He only went one without one. Harris, this is great yeah. value. Take it. Well, it is great value for a guy who had 15 touchdowns, but I caution you, and now we're going to go into miscellaneous running back props where I'm just going to pound every under. And by the way, that's my overall suggestion. Just bet all. Yeah. I don't know that they would list 32 running backs and, and you know, wherever you bet, but bet them all under. And uh, 12 of them will be a win by, you know, week 10 because of injuries or whatever. It's just it's just a fact of life. And, and do the, that's for yardage. You could probably do the same for touchdowns, obviously. Problem is, Polly Kid, is Belichick tends to punish fantasy players who do well. So if you're a Patriots running back or receiver, what you should do is make sure you never fumble and keep it around 60 yards a game. And then you'll play because anybody who's had this and this is just a fantasy concern and knows that, oh, my God, what happened to Damian Harris? He had 15 touchdowns last year. (laughs) Why is he only getting six carries and not by the goal line? You know, so that's why I'm going under 775 and a half rushing yards. He had 920 last year. He had 691 the year before. But the Patriots, as much as they like to run, they do it by committee for the most part. They've had some weird leaders over the years, like Blount had 703. Jonas Gray had 412, sure. led the team one year. Stephen Ridley had like low, mid-700s. And I know some of those were the Brady years, but the point is Belichick mixes it up, and whatever you think he's going to do, he doesn't. And, you know, I know it says Harris is ahead of Ramondre Stevenson on the depth chart, but they think that he's going to pick up some third down um, yeah. carries, maybe a 60-40 workload there. So I'm going to go under 775 and a half. Parlay kid. I don't know. Maybe he has like yep. 19 touchdowns, but 400 yards. That could uh, that could happen too. Um, <laughs> Very you, well. Uh, might as well stay with you. Might as well stay with you. You have over seven and a half touchdowns, right? Yeah. Uh, For Harris. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Oh, yeah. Did you say so, that? I mean, did you talk to, about yeah, that? Yeah. So, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I to me, this is a no brainer, though. Uh, this number. Mm. Why is it so low? I don't understand. They're begging uh, you to take the over. You don't again, fall for this Aaron. again. <laughs> the, again, they're basically saying that Har- they're basically saying Harris is going to get injured this year, because if uh-huh. if he doesn't, this thing this is a cakewalk. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, uh, you know, he's you're walking into the end zone on this uh, pick of over seven and a half. Guy at fifteen last year. He's young. He's in his third year. Um, they do like him. Uh, you know, obviously. The thing about Stevenson, right? Stevenson's a very good complimentary mm-hmm. back to Harris, more of a third down back. Harris is still going right. to get those like tough yard carries for this team. And he still averaged like 4.6 yards per carry last year, by by the way, Sal. I'm pretty sure. I could be off. Sure. Did you mention that? I, I, I well, could be no, off. If he on, had 920 yards, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah I think know, he's right in there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think he averaged like 4.6 yards. So he's not your typical two, like to get your three yards and that's it. Harris yeah. over seven and a half. Like I said, 14 touchdowns in his last 11 games. How does he not go over this? He might be over mm. this by week nine or 10, Sal. Um, and you can relax. I think this one is a gimme. Providing right. if he plays, 
He can, he, if he plays 14 games, this is going over. Easily. Yeah. Easily. It is. Uh, it does seem like uh, entrapment here. Half the to- touchdown totals of his last year <laughs> really feels really feels weird with no injuries lingering. Um, all right, Harry. Uh, also seven and a half touchdowns. We are focusing on running back, so you are going with Jalen Hurts. I am going to go with Hurts for over touchdowns, okay. seven and a yeah. half. Uh, I'm not all in on Hurts <laughs> as the Philly quarterback. Uh, well, listen, oh, good start. I, this is yeah. this is he's a runner here, not a quarterback. He's a runner. Okay. Well, he's actually a quarterback, but <laughs> well, I, I know he's listed. Yeah. I'm going over seven and a half. But you're not all in touchdown. on him, so let's hear how this is going to. Not all hit. in on him, but I do like him. He <laughs> got his team to the playoffs. He really knows when to pick and choose. Oh, when man. To, to, you don't listen. <laughs> seven or more I'm carries listening. in I, fifteen I, of sixteen games last year. Four yeah. games last year, he had two touchdowns or more rushing in the game. Over seven and a half. He had 10 last year. I love this to go over seven and a half. I, All right. It's, it's funny. I, I um, yeah, I would yeah, like by that. By the way, by the way, I would like that too. It's just a question of who's starting at quarterback for them if he's the running back. <laughs> All right. Well, well he's going to line up in the backfield, Brian. He's, he's a better running run, back than he is quarterback. Yeah. How about that? And in 2020, <laughs> he had six. 63 carries in 15 games. Just say he's a good running quarterback, Harry. <laughs> yeah, you could say that, Harry. Just That's say fine. he's a good running quarterback. Maybe You're facing him a running smarter back. on Jalen Hurts. Well, he, um, he might actually think he's a running back. As I said, we're going over running backs today, guys. I set the outline <laughs> and he threw, threw a quarterback in there. I don't know. <laughs> and he's just saying. I love it that much. <laughs> I wanted to throw him in there. Babyface, what happened there? Were you paying attention? Logic, logic does not exist, honey. <laughs> so, if you're looking for logic, you've come to uh, winners. This is where it's at. That's a win. All right, I'm going to give you a running back, but he's not a running back, and I'm not even all in on him as a quarterback or a player. It's hurts over seven. As a quarterback, not as right. a running back, I am. Okay, uh, brother Bry, this guy is a running back. I think yeah, AJ yeah. Dillon. Yeah, it's funny. I do. I mean, I do like the Hurts one over seven and a half, but it's just funny. Um, but yeah, I, I was like AJ Dillon, eight eight touchdowns or more, so eight plus touchdowns at plus two hundred. You know, w- good. one of these years, one of these years, this bowling balls right. He's going to take the lead role for this backfield. It could possibly be this season. I mean, it could eventually be. I mean, one little injury to Jones, or he could just overtake him. You know, last year he had eight hundred yards rushing, five TDs. You know, if he increases his total by three this season. Uh, which I feel like it's pretty likely um, mm-hmm. plus 200. I feel like it's really good value. And you have to, I know Jones didn't, they didn't have a ton of rushing touchdowns last year, but part of that was Adams, right? It was getting those one to two yard touchdown passes. All I was season. just going to say that three so yard that, out where, where right. he reaches for the pylon is um, that, they have to replace go, that. Right. That's going away. Right. So I feel like, mm-hmm. you know, best bet is for one of these running backs to get a f- few more touchdowns, but I think eight, eight is very realistic for him. And I thought plus 200 is great value. Pretty good. Pretty good. All right. You know, I mean, I love the unders and I gave you Harris under and I'm going to give you Fournette under seven and a half touchdown run. Boy, there's, there's a lot of uh, a lot of players right there in that seven and a half touchdown range. He had eight mm-hmm. last year, but he had six or fewer in three previous seasons. I get it, there's no Ronald Jones, but he's competing with, with Chad White, the uh, ASU rookie. And well, I think he and Keyshawn Vaughn are actually battling for the backup spot, but you know, they talk about the offensive line is in question and is Brady going to be able to stay upright and this and that Brady can Brady, Brady, Brady. How about the offensive line is bad. Can they block? Can they run block? Right? Like, why isn't anyone concerned about that? Um, I am. I'm also concerned Fournette. Are we sure he's not 320 pounds? I mean, he just came in 
and said, I'm not fat. And everyone's like, okay, that's fine. You're not fat. I don't know. I'm not sure he's in shape either. You know, I love unders for running backs in general. This is another one. I'm going Leonard Fournette under seven and a half touchdown runs. Uh, what else do we have? Oh, Parlay Kid. Yeah, this is a popular one. The Connor under touchdowns is popular. Uh, people think it was a little fluky how much he got the ball uh, down low. But you like under rushing yards for Connor. Yeah, under 800 uh, rushing yards here, Sal. Um, if you really look at his last four starts last year, including the playoffs where he had four carries for 19 yards. I, I know they fell behind early, uh, mm-hmm. but the previous three games before that, uh, 13 for 31, 8 for 39, 15 for 52. Not really a lot of touches there um, for him. Uh, he's really not – I take nothing away. This this kid has come back from uh, and done amazing stuff, but um, – you know, he's only gone over this once in his career. He had even last yeah. year in a big year, he had 752 yards, right? And that was considered right. a really big year for him. Um, with really no wide receiving uh, receiver threats, you might say, well, they'll run the ball more. Uh, you know, Connors needs to have those receiving threats to run. He's not a really dynamic back. He's, a you know, to me, a straightforward back. Uh, and they, these teams are going to stack the box. I think they're gonna, he'll struggle. Uh, to um, really eclipse last year's numbers at 752, and any type of injury, uh, he can he cannot go over this. Cannot. I don't even right. know if the Cardinals are fully sold on him, um, being that he only had a few games with uh, over 20 carries. You know. Um, well, the so only thing that scares they me signed this is there's no 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 Edmonds this year, right? And uh, I, yeah. I think we'll know early, right? Because he's got to make his hay. Uh, from the Chiefs first, was, bought, uh, was bought in. Yeah. he's pretty solid uh, as well. It's those first few games without New Hopkins that he's going to have to make a difference. So I think we're going to kind of sure. know uh, early on. Yeah, this you know, is average three point seven bet. yards per carry last year. Not great. Right. Not great uh, at all. Damashek was going crazy about this because this is the one that everybody stuck in the Steelers' face. Like, oh, how do you let him go? But yeah, his yards per carry was. He was a fantasy, um, you know, he's a good pickup fantasy wise, but uh, his numbers were not better than they were in Pittsburgh, no. I think, overall. Yards right. per carry, at least. All right, Harry. Uh, oh, good job. Cam Akers is a running back. Yes, yeah, right. You have him over 849 <laughs> and a half yards. Yeah, he was injured most of the season last year, played just one regular season game, but he's back 100%. Tony Michelle got 845 yards last year for LA. So Akers at just 23 years old should be able to eclipse that number. Uh, in his rookie season, 2020, at 625 yards on just 145 carries, and if and it's a big if, if 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 Akers can stay healthy, he might click close to double those carries and get the over 849 with ease with this uh, team that's still very uh, very excellent on offense. Yeah, they're very excellent. I, I don't know. I, I McVay bugs me as much as Belichick does with the running situation. He really does the way he parcels it out. But a lot of that was due to injury, I would say for the Rams. So acres over eight, four, nine and a half. All right, brother, Brian. Wow. McCaffrey under seven and a half. There's that number again, rushing touchdowns. Yeah. I'm going to go under the rushing touchdowns here. Look, I don't want McCaffrey to get hurt again, uh, but our odds are he probably will. Uh, but uh-huh. that being said, right, the Panthers would be smart to limit his carries, especially early in the season, especially short yardage. Um, if they want him to try and stay healthy, you know, when you look at his numbers, he had 15 touchdowns in 2019. But aside from that, seven was right. the most he ever had in four other seasons. And last year in seven games, I mean, I know some of that was, you know, coming back. So you can't count them all, but only one rushing touchdown. So I think they're mm-hmm. going to find, you know, find ways, you know, get, be creative in getting him the ball. 
to help them a lot. But I don't, I don't know. I, I think short yardage wise, you want to kind of limit that. So I just thought seven and a half. Everything kind of has to work out right for him this season to go over that number. So I kind of, yeah. I really like the under here. All right, it's very exciting. Listen, if we could sum it out, sum it up, it's uh, take the under for everybody. <laughs> Please, please listen to me. Honestly, I yeah. talked about if I had like a a sports gambling broker brokerage firm, right? And I had to pool everybody's money, and you know I could lose it. Certainly, I'm one of these um, seven team parlays with minus fifteen hundreds all over the place. I'll go six out of seven. But honestly, this is what I would do. I would honestly spread it out on the unders for the running backs. That would why don't be you do that? Why don't you well, really yeah. start yeah. a broker? Really, a brokerage? Yeah. Well, I think I'd have to. Harry, will you look into this for me? Because you worked at a casino. But I think I'd have to live in a state where it's legal. And I unfortunately don't. And it's a coin flip True. whether that's going to change True. in uh, November. And uh, I got to figure that out, Harry. But you you get an answer for me how we could do this. Because that would that's exactly what I would do. Um, just by, I mean, I probably shouldn't can even we, announce it. Can we some, that's I know, I'm trying to think. What is, can we, could you start some loan? Like, because even for me, right, that I want to bet every under. I want to. But- yeah. If I bet every under and I put a hundred bucks on every under, now all of a sudden, like my balance is like nothing. And I'm like, I I'm know, just but refill- that's, right. That's but I'm saying what, if we could like, have, if, if you look at it man. as a stock that you're not going to touch right. for six months, right? Well, that's that's how you have to do it. Yeah. Right. Brian, so I, I need to borrow of- I need to borrow money from somebody, right? So you could either gotcha. lend, right? All you right. could you could you could lend it could be some type of either brokerage or you're a lender, right? And yeah. Again, borrow, Harry's so, right. your guy. Harry's your guy. If you need to borrow money. In fact, let's pull up that picture, Michael. I think we, um, Harry's wife, the lovely Angie, put up a picture on Facebook. I did not find this one. This was a uh, babyface Joel Solomon. Uh, of course it was. We had heard she got. We heard she had gotten in an accident. She was uh, thankfully not injured. But look at the reward here. Um, uh, obviously, a lot of you people can't see. She posts a picture of her next to her car. Sticker wow. price. Cadillac. So this happened tonight. I love it. Thank you, lover. Now I have a lot of questions here. The first is <laughs> why is she referring to Ken as lover? Um, yeah. Maybe you can clear that up. I mean, Ken helped you guys get this car. She did right? thank Ken very much last night. She did thank him a lot. But I'm getting the seal. Yeah, back. I know. She's calling him lover. Well, so what did you do? You bought this for her? Uh, not really, kind of, but not really. Well, what is she thanking you for? I don't get how you're in this that, at all. Uh, that that uh, we, we got the deal done. I, I talked to these people. I was back and forth with them, crunching numbers, <laughs> getting it done, and that finally got done. Michael, can you zoom in on the sticker price, please? Yeah, is this uh, a it's, lease it's, uh, or did you buy it? You can't see it, though. It's, it's a lease. lease. It's, it's a, a lease. lease. Brian, I tried to check this yesterday. It's, it's fuzzy. Of course. I don't know what she was trying to accomplish with the sticker price. I don't know why she put read. that up there, but. Yeah. What is it, Aaron? How, how, how about that sunset, though? That's nice. <laughs> Shut up, Barry. We're talking about this car here. How much was the car? Did you buy it? You leased it, you said? No, leasing it for two years. Oh, and how much uh, right. How much a month? Two-year lease can't be too bad. Gotta be a, I was going to say, right. yep. All right, it's solid. Not bad. And it's a 22? 22, 22? 6,000 down. Oh, man, that's not good. But, but, oh, but, but Darren, now I gotta Darren do this math. 6,000 for two years. Yeah, 24 months. Man. Hold on. Darren a month, is missing a month what down. I thought he would ask immediately. So What's like that? 50 a month, right? What, so. what am I missing, Joel? Darren, you know that's a family car. So oh. I thought you were going to be asking, is there <laughs> yeah, a car you know what? in that? Yeah, what? 
She wanted an SUV because we plan on making some trips up to like Sedona and stuff. And she wanted an SUV. So we got the What's SUV. the sticker? What was the sticker price on this car? Because you're paying over twenty thousand dollars for this. Gas prices coming years. down. Yeah, twenty thousand. Sticker price is I think fifty one thousand. Was that Darren? I don't know. I think so you, I think you, this should have been a three year lease. Yeah. I think you you that, that's, you want to pay like forty five percent over three years or something. I don't know. If Ken said it's okay, it's all right. Yeah, I just don't. I, I don't I, I'm just thinking that you want to bragging. do a, a lot of driving. Listen, Saturday night, an economy I car would have been uh, more sensible for just two. Well, sensible. she wanted an SUV. Yeah. Plus, also, uh, <laughs> this is listen. We worked. Listen, we were at Honda dealership on on Saturday night. I missed all the. New Mexico State. Honda the Cadillac? Wow. Honda, really they want to they rip you off here in the state of Arizona. So they uh-huh. they automatically charge you three thousand dollars for garbage right off the bat. So we just said we're not doing for it. garbage. <laughs> Man. I tell you, I know, Harry, good for you. Mud yeah. flaps. What do you need mud flaps for in Arizona? Man. Oh, that wow. How'd you do that, babyface? He sent me the sticker price, a very clear uh, version of it. Fifty three thousand. Yeah. All right. Fifty three thousand? Wow. That's what wow. it says, but probably before any rebate or anything. All right. Well, good job, Harry. I mean, you're, you're a lover. Well, you are a lover, though, right? We can confirm that you're the lover. I am the lover. <laughs> okay, good. Good. All right. It all well, worked out. Well, she did buy right, you the um, house, so. It's <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> hey, I put in everything I had in that house before, I, whatever I had. <laughs> I believe you put everything he had in there, but I don't, I don't know how much it was. All right. Let's take a uh, quick break. We'll give a baseball pick, then we'll get the hell out of here. All right, Tuesday, baseball. You know, I changed my mind in here. The Mets uh, open up against the Dodgers here, and I had over three and a half. I was excited. I was like, we're going to break out. We're going to score runs. But then I was looking, and we have three or fewer runs in four of the last five games to start a series. We really are getting off to a slow start, uh, as we saw with the Yankees and uh, all these other teams. But And Andrew Haney is on the mound. Uh, for the Dodgers, the lefties allowed two or fewer earned runs in five of six starts. He's been great, and the Mets' bats have not. Lindor, one for 21. Vogelbach, one for 14. Marte's like two for 12. I think McNeil and Pete are the only ones making uh, good contact. I'm going Mets under three and a half. Uh, Even odds, you get plus 100. Paul kid, I mentioned Pete Alonzo. This would be more fun to root for. Yeah, well, look, so I'm back on the Mets with EP tonight. I actually just had somebody reach out to me on Twitter saying, do you really like the Mets tonight, PK? (laughs) And my answer is, look, I've been so cold. Um, that, you know, you probably should fade me right now until I get going again. But at the same oh, time, so you're hoping Mets, as long as you're cold, you, you could rub off. It's still be cold with the Mets. As long as you're going to be cold. I get that I, psychology. You yeah. get that. That's number one, right? If I'm going to be cold, <laughs> I might as well be cold with right. the Mets. Number two, the Good. Mets do seem to get up for these type of games. Sal, right. Like mm-hmm. I really do think there's going to be a buzz in the crowd tonight. Three. Uh-huh. Throw it, Heaney's stats out the window, Sal. He actually hasn't been that great. He barely goes four or five innings in most of his starts. But throw him out because he's back here in New York, and Brian remembers uh-huh. how bad he was with the New York Yankees. I mean, laughably uh, bad, like right. terribly bad with the Yankees. <laughs> the ghosts of New York will haunt him tonight. He's going to get uh-huh. lit up. So I'm take. I think the Mets at home. With Taiwan Walker, who's been solid all year, getting that's plus who you one. have to bet. There's value in the what we talked about yesterday. It's, value in Walker, yes. Bassett, like all these other guys. What are they? Right? Plus one thirty right now. The Mets. 
Um, yeah. It's great value for a, a very good home team with a good pitcher on the mound against, I don't care what the stats say, a crap pitcher. Wow. So, All right. I'm taking, the, I'm going, taking uh, the Mets pizza. to for for this pod. I'm taking the mm-hmm. Mets to win. Parlayed with uh, Alonzo Homer at plus mm. 490. Mets win, Alonzo mm. Homer, plus 490. Let's get it done, sir. All right. He gets I, around or on I'm the I'm going to be there, railing right? on the plus, Mets like uh, crazy uh, tomorrow. Plus, <laughs> plus 490 when you're ice cold. All right. All right. All right. Yeah, why not? <laughs> You've been there, Harry. You've been there, Harry. All right, I Harry, hit tonight. I'm it makes the, up for no five shit. days of losses. Five days of losses. Uh, okay. Okay. On the uh, Extra Points uh, podcast yesterday, I had the Padres. They won that game, right? I turned it off. They were crushing. Yeah, they, they won they easily. Beat the I had, yeah. I had nice. Rodon yeah. over six and a half strikeouts. The game gets delayed in the second inning. He pitches like three that innings. That was it. And that was right. it. Yeah, what a joke. Uh, that's, that's the worst. Terrible. I forget about those. Yeah. Uh, all right. And Harry, <laughs> you like under run scored in that game today. Yeah, speaking of that game, uh, it's also my um, Extra Points video pick. Today, which now after yesterday's win with the twins, I am now seven and one uh, in my mm. last eight video picks. So tonight, you yeah, said seven and one in your last ten. That's what the, the original well, um, post I, again. Said. That's why. Did you guys see that? He said that's I'm seven and said. one in my last ten. Yeah, well, I didn't say I was great in math, right? So, uh, anyways, uh, I am. Banging. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! <laughs> I got Joel's, seven in, my, Joel's two, in my head. Seven and one. Uh, <laughs> Listen, regardless, right. it's seven and one in my last eight, not ten. Last eight. So anyway, yeah. I'm banking on Blake <laughs> Snell, who's been bad lately, but I'm banking on him to pitch like he has in the first two games against San Francisco this year, where he's gone 12 innings, given up just two earned runs, and had 19 Ks. And in five career starts against San Fran, Snell has given up just two runs or less in four of those five starts. Meanwhile, on the San mm-hmm. Francisco side, Darren, our guy, Logan Webb's two games versus San Diego this year. Both games were a 2-1 final, and he's gone 16 innings with just two earned runs in those games against the Padres this year. So I'm going to go under wow. seven and a half with Snell and Webb tonight to go. Let me see. Seven and one. Another win would make eight and one. That would make me eight and one. Don't worry. No, nah, don't even try to figure it out. Uh, I'm worried eight about one these is, He's going to be eight and one in his last 11. <laughs> eight and one in his last 25 games. Um, so the Mets would play, if they lose the wild, if they lose the division the lead, they would play either the Padres or uh, the Phillies, likely, Phillies, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. That's that sucks. Enough. That sucks. We got to, hmm. I don't know who I want to play, but you got to stay away from that. Thor screws you. Thor screws you. Speaking of math, yeah. Harry, you know what day today is? What's today? What's uh, today's date? What is it today, Harry? 8.30. Yep. It's your four-month wedding anniversary. Four-month wedding anniversary. Right? Oh, wow. yeah. Look month, at that. Yeah. Oh, you got to buy That's why I got out of the car. And, and, and Harry's wed- the wedding years for Angie are like, like dog years being married to Harry. So it's like <laughs> it's like being married for over two years at this point. So yeah, right. congrats, Angie. No ring on. Yep. Yep. Wow. Well, congratulations, lover. You did. That's it. why I got that's in the months. car. No, no one thought you could. Uh, all right, brother Bry, what what are you going with for? Uh, all right. Well, my tonight? EP pick, I had the Diamondbacks. I think plus one twenty. But I'm going to take Otani tonight to get an RBI. Now, now we had a lot of fun debates, right, on who the MVP is. It should mm-hmm. be Judge, obviously, at this point. But Otani seems to be wanting to make a push here late in the season. He has three two RBI games over his last five games, seven in total over that stretch. Angels finally playing pretty good ball last four games. And 
they're kind of back to their traditional lineup, right? Trout's batting ahead of Otani, which which you got to like mm-hmm. instead of Otani leading off these games. Um, Tyone for the Yankees, you know, solid season early on, but he's struggled. I know he was okay last game, but he struggled somewhat in August. Uh, he's given up a bunch of home runs in August so far. So I, I could easily see Otani uh, hitting a home run tonight, but all I'm asking for is an RBI. And like I said, I do, I do like the fact, you know, with Trout batting pretty well in the lineup ahead of him right now, um, I like that at plus 120. Yeah, that helps. Listen, I'm sticking to my guns here. If Christian McCaffrey, I don't care what the Panthers record is, if he had 11 interceptions, he's the MVP in addition to his <laughs> offense numbers. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But we're still sticking with our number. What do we have for Judge? He has 50. It's August 30th. Harry's anniversary, four month. So he has what, 33 games left? 32? Yeah. Or are they, they Yankees? They need uh, Stanton to start yeah. hitting behind him to uh, for Judge to get to the numbers maybe we predicted, I think. He's being walked a lot. He's being walked and pitched right. around a lot. It's crazy. Mikey Meatballs was the big, big number. He predicted 64. Mikey Meatballs also informing us Leatherwood cut. Did you see this, yep. Brother Brian? Your Raiders oh, cut. I knew it was going to happen. I mean, the guy lasted yeah. one, one season. Yeah. One season. Wow. What a great job. This is why when I always complain to people and I say, you know, anybody, you know, people, these GMs, most of them mm. are terrible. And when I say anybody could be a GM, I usually mean it. If you follow sports, uh, <laughs> everybody knew that Leatherwood pick was terrible. Everybody knew all of those first round picks for the most part were terrible by the Raiders. So, I mean, I mean, it's pathetic. You just can't get on them as much anymore because they're mid round. Like Crosby was, a, Crosby was a good pitch. I know. Yeah. And Renfro was a good pick. I mean, right? Like, God, yeah. I mean, you hit a few, you know, you hit a few. It's kind of like the regime yeah. prior, right? You had Khalil Mack and Carr in the one mm-hmm. draft, and that's all you hang your hat on. I mean, how, you know, geez. Right. I mean, so, so bad. But we know this. I used to, I mean, I used to joke that the first round pick was like a the third round pick or a fourth round right. pick. And that's, that's what this played out to be. And well, uh, they, have, they need O line help. That's the big knock on the. Uh, I wonder if this Raiders is it. If, I wonder if this is similar to the Cowboys guy. I mean, maybe the Cowboys guy who they drafted this year will be better. I, but I that was the knock be. on. That was the knock on Leatherwood. It was like you know he led mm-hmm. college pretty much in holding penalties, and it's like, oh great, yeah. thanks. I, I think the Cowboys guy. I think the Cowboys kids don't recognized. have like a mean streak though in them. I'm not sure what yeah. Leatherwood had it. I think Leatherwood just seemed like a soft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the only thing that stinks is like, you know, obviously like uh, somebody else is going to either, you know, he'll become a backup or eventually he'll eventually Leatherwood will be a starter somewhere else and maybe he'll be solid. But it's just Mm -hmm. it's just where would the Raiders be if they didn't blow some of these draft picks over the last few years? I mean, I know. Holy yeah. smokes. Where so would this many. team They've be? This whole it's team. Incredible. What do we yeah, have? Incredible. Uh, Cleveland Farrell was 19, right? Josh Jacobs, okay. Jonathan well, Abraham. We took, uh, we, took Ruggs, we took Ruggs over Lamb and Jefferson that yeah. year, which nobody likes. Yeah. Right. Um, Ruggs and uh, Arnett. Right? Arnett. Arnett. Both ways. Arnett, Arnett was, was mm-hmm. late shooting, shooting multiple people. Everywhere else. It's bad. It's bad. But like I said, they're, they're mid-round. And this is, I'm telling you, Brian, this is why you're going to win. This year. That's why you're going to go far in the playoffs and win that division because you didn't have either a first or a second this year, right? <laughs> yeah, or, la- or last year's first now. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Mayak right. wasn't uh, even qualified for that general manager job either, Brian. Really was. Uh, well, I know. I, I still don't know if I can blame him 100% because I'm sure Gruden was calling every shot. I, would, I blame them both. I mean, they're both. But I wouldn't so. be surprised if the Cowboys take a look at Leatherwood, see what happens. No, they might. I mean, yeah. they might. 
a lot of teams will for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Uh, all right. Listen, I got to go. I do. I need to uh, check out game day two of the Serena Williams tribute. You know, the coverage is still going on. So uh, <laughs> I got to catch that. Um, there you go. What are you saying, baby face? I just checked in with uh, Jen Piacente, and Jalen Hurts is not uh, QB running oh, back. Okay. All right, that's good to know. So just, uh, should we start the podcast uh, over? But uh, let's just hear him. We do. But I, Harry I think has one uh, word to utter. I think Harry has. We'll, uh, we'll be all oh, right. Damn, yeah. I'm taking Hurts for most touchdowns <laughs> rushing. Most touchdowns. <laughs> taking Hurts. There you go. Screw all right, you listen. Guys. We'll do wide receivers tomorrow, and we're going to go over Thursday games. And there's one heartbreaking reminder of a matchup for me in the Thursday game. So we'll. Uh, We'll hit all this uh, tomorrow. That does it for another episode of Against All Odds. For Mikey Meatballs, for Babyface Joel Solomon, for Darren the Parlay Kid, for Brother Bry and Harry, a.k.a. Lover, I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicap. Na, 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 na